Hi, I'm Denise Simpson, a master life and leadership coach who helps women step into their authentic and feminine power so they can lead like visionaries, influence with grace, and create a legacy of contribution and service. You'll hear about real leadership clients with real problems, navigating their success in life, business, and career. If you're ready to become a masterful leader, then this podcast was made for you. So let's get started. Hey, what is happening, friend? It's summertime. And summertime means my birthday. (laughs) Just had a big one and had a surprise birthday party thrown for me. My husband was planning this amazing surprise party for six weeks, invited my family, my beautiful friends. It was a night to remember. And I can't believe you pulled this off because I'm the queen of surprise parties. I am. I've thrown him like three already. And every time I get him, he's like really, truly, genuinely surprised. And this time he got me. And it is so funny to now talk to everybody that was there. And they're like, oh yeah, we knew about six weeks ago. Or yeah, he called us like a month ago. Or yeah, he had planned this and planned that. And uh, wow. And so it's so nice to hear everybody's story on how he approached them and how he organized this amazing event. So we had dinner at EB's downtown, which is our favorite place. My husband and I escape to downtown when we just want to get away, have a great meal, great drink. We either go to Antone's, which is next door, or we stay there and we listen to jazz music. And so it is our place. It's our place. And I just thought we're going to celebrate my birthday. My birthday was a few days before. So I didn't suspect anything. I just thought, okay, great. Let's go have date night, celebrate my birthday a little late. Cool. No worries. Oh my goodness. We also had tickets, by the way, to uh, a concert at Antone's, Jackie Benson. If you don't know who this woman is, my goodness, the talent. This woman is an exceptional guitar player, a beautiful singer, absolutely amazing. And, a, and plus Antone's is historical and it's just an amazing bar and venue. And so we were going to do Eddie V's and then go next door. We had tickets to watch this amazing woman. Her, her concerts were sold out. She had two, two sessions that, that weekend. And um, I was just feeling really, really lucky. And we rented a room like we always do next door so that we can you know just valet and then walk around and drink a lot and eat a lot and have a lot of fun. So anyway, long story short, <laughs> we get there. We pull up to valet. And I see my cousin and her family. And I'm like, wait a minute. What are they doing here? Like literally behind them. Like the valet was taking their keys and we're watching people get out of the truck. And I'm like, oh my God, that is my cousin. And my husband, cool as a cucumber, was behind the wheel. Oh, where? I'm like, right there. You can't see them. They're right there. And he's like, oh, I guess so. (laughs) Little did I know they were arriving late to check into the hotel. Uh, And so I, I, I caught them, but didn't, you know, like I had no idea. My cousin played that off so well. 
And I was just kind of going, what is happening here? Like we're in the same town and she has plans to do something else. I have plans to do something else. I'm like, what is happening? And so we go off our separate, we go our separate ways. And my husband is cool as a cucumber. People are texting him. They have arrived. You know, we had these reservations. Everyone was trickling down to the restaurant while I was getting ready in the, in the hotel room. And then we walked down to the restaurant, which is right across the street. And there was everybody in this beautiful private room. Oh my gosh. I was sobbing like a baby, sobbing where I couldn't control my breathing. I was sobbing, makeup running down my face. It was so much fun. And guess what? Everybody had tickets to the concert. Everybody was going to the concert with us. And I was like, what is happening? Anyway, it was so fun. And then we hit Sixth Street after the concert and whoa, it was quite a night and I'm still recuperating from it. But anyway, thank you to my husband and to my beautiful family and friends. And everybody that was there that night was supposed to be there. These are the people that mean the most to me. These are my gatekeepers, my secret keepers. These are my cheerleaders. These are the people that I run to for help. These are my people. And I'm just so incredibly proud and so blessed. Like There's just this feeling of pride that I have this much love. Like, oh my goodness, like it's not fair. Like I shouldn't have this much love. That's what it feels like. And then at the same time, incredibly blessed to have had so many people drive far and wide. They came from everywhere and we're, we were all at the same hotel, all at the same hotel. And the next morning, all of us had the same hangover. It was horrible. <laughs> the hangover, hangover part was horrible. But other than that, it was absolutely amazing. All right, enough, enough, enough. Let's talk about cause versus effect. All right, so you're wondering, okay, all this rambling, Denise. Good, you had a great birthday. Let's get down to business. So this is the most important self-leadership principle that I can teach anybody. This is the groundwork, my friend. So if you are a leader, if you are a parent, if you're starting a movement, if you're, if you're here on a mission to transform lives, this is the principle that you, my friend, must embody. Definitely understand it, find awareness around it, and then embody this principle. And it is the cause versus effect principle. And so cause versus effect is looking at a situation. It's the filter by which you observe a situation or circumstance. This is the filter. Am I at cause? Meaning, am I empowering the situation? Am I inspiring the situation? Am I motivating the situation? Or am I at the effect? Am I angry because of these circumstances? Am I feeling hatred? Or am I resenting what's happening here? I like to look at cause as coming to a situation through the lens of love and effect, looking at the situation through the lens of fear. So love versus fear, cause versus effect. And when we look at, at being at the effect, 
we're really looking at, are we being affected by something outside of ourselves? That's number one. Or number two, are we at the effect because of something in our programming, in our belief systems, in the conditions that we, that we have been trained to, to think through? Right? So effect is a very, very powerful and negative place to be in versus being at cause, where you are empowered to take control of how you process the situation, how you want to think about the circumstance. So cause versus effect is the filter. This is your filter, my friend. And it can be applied to every situation in your life. Like, for example, parenting. This weekend, we're talking about our newer generations in our family. And this very interesting societal exploitation in that if we have a girl, as in we have a daughter, that it is a guarantee that we are going to be cared for through our aging years. I mean, how many people have heard this? Oh, great. You have a daughter? Good. You're in good hands. She's going to be the one that takes care of you. I know this is what I heard all of my life. I'm one of three girls. And I always thought it was a cultural thing. I'm Mexican-American, born and raised on the Texas-Mexican border. So there we follow the, the patron system. Patron means the boss. Men are the boss. They are the leaders of our society. And so it's like the patriarchal system right? That we, we all experience and have experienced. And so my upbringing consisted of the duty and obligation to care for my aging parents, right? This was something that I knew I needed to do. And so as my mother declined in her health, and as well as my father, my sisters were already married and they had children and they were, you know, creating these beautiful careers along with raising their beautiful families. And I was single. I was 26 years old, didn't have children or a relationship, but I had an amazing career. I had many degrees by that point. <laughs> I was establishing my my name and my credibility in my industry in another town. And I remembered feeling such a heavy, heavy obligation, almost like I needed to sacrifice myself to return home and care for my family. Like on one hand, it was an honor. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take control of the situation. I'm the only one that can. So I'm going back home. I'm stopping my life and I'm going to go and take care of them because it's an honor to do so. On the other hand, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Screw this. Nobody else is worried about my parents. My sisters aren't. They're too busy. And it's not fair. I'm single. I don't have children. So they're looking at me as, well, what's your excuse? You need to come down here. And so I felt such pressure to return home and care for my family, more so than the honor that I was feeling, honestly. It was, it was more so than, than wanting to come back. And I did. I stopped my life. I really did and returned home. Found an amazing job, of course. 
and um, had a great experience there and helped my parents. Thank goodness I did return because I had this beautiful opportunity to to grow this relationship with my father who was still still well. He was able to remember things. My mother, however, already was was um, had dementia and and then eventually Alzheimer's while I was there. But dad, you know, dad was was all there. And I I looking back, I know that had I not gone back, I would not be the woman that I am today. Because as an adult, I returned home and I was able to consciously see the good and the bad, the positive and the negative. I was able to see how my father was at the effect of his trauma, his pain, his suffering, and how alcohol helped him deal with being at the effect of all of that trauma. I was also able to see consciously that I was such a strong woman because of his parenting, because of his love for his girls and how he raised us to defend ourselves, to use our voices, to not tolerate the BS from men. So being at cause, seeing him be at cause in that regard really transformed the way I looked at my role as a woman in a relationship with a man. So I, in hindsight, had such an amazing time. There was some moments, however, after their passing that I was very resentful. I was very resentful of of having to stop my life and I had to do some work around that because I felt like I was sacrificing really my my mental well-being. I was sacrificing relationships, I was sacrificing career, I was sacrificing so much to care for them. And and it was a few years after that then I started to process the resentment. But it was there, it was buried. But looking back, I learned so much from that time with them. I really really learned how to be at cause as in the results that I wanted to create in my life. Because when you're at cause, you are intentional, you are deliberate, you are focused on what you want to create in your life. And when you're at the effect of a circumstance or at the effect of programming or conditioning or societal or cultural exploitations, you are finding reasons for why you're not successful. You're finding people to blame. You're finding systems to blame. You're pointing the finger at the government, at society, and why it's unfair for women. This was me for many, many years. Being at the effect of the systems that were against me in the organization. And I felt defeated. When you're at the effect of something, you feel defeated. You feel deflated. You feel hopeless. So what I had to do was start looking at what side of the equation do I want to be on? Because I'm tired of feeling these negative emotions. They've become thought patterns. They have become thought habits and errors in my brain. And I'm becoming resentful and bitter, and I don't want to feel this way anymore. How do I move to the other side of the equation? How can I be at cause? 
how can I contribute to a positive transformation here? How can I contribute with my skills and talents and knowledge? How can I make these organizations a better place for women in leadership? How do I do this? I wanted to feel empowered. I wanted to approach the situation with love and compassion and inclusivity. I was tired of feeling hate and anger and resentment. I wanted to be at cause, not at the effect. And this is something that I talk to my leadership clients about all the time. This is the foundation work, my friend. This is it. You want to build upon this? You're in good hands. It is a strong, sturdy foundation that will not crack. I guarantee you that. If you understand this concept, you put it into practice, my friend, I promise you, this is the foundation you want to build upon because this will empower you as a leader. This will transform your personal life. This will impact your business. This will impact the movement that you're put on this earth to accomplish. This is the groundwork, my friend. Cause versus effect. The most important leadership principle that I embody and that I teach my clients. Again, it's the filter that can be applied to every situation in your life. So during the pandemic, a lot of my leadership clients were in chaos. Their brains were out of control. They were in overwhelm. They didn't know what to do, just like the rest of the world was, right? Just like everybody. It was a global pandemic. (laughs) And my leadership clients were needing to transition quickly their workforce. They needed to move them into a virtual setting. And a lot of my leadership clients had no control of their thoughts. They were in fear mode. They were blaming the government. They were pointing the finger at those that were spreading the virus, that weren't following local protocol. They were so angry that they now had to shift their whole mindset around their workforce. They were inconvenienced. And you know what happens when your brain is inconvenienced? It starts creating these stories about why you were wronged, how it's their fault. Again, being at the effect of circumstances or others. And so what I had to do was calm their nervous system. I helped them find ways to find equilibrium. They were so nervous and overwhelmed and so much anxiety. And some went into some very interesting spaces that I had never seen before. And so talking them through these circumstances looked like me helping them determine what was factual about the situation and what were just thoughts and emotions that their brain created around that situation. So if you find yourself, my friend, at the effect of something or someone or some system or some policy or some law, I want for you to take a step back and just ease into your nervous system, meaning just take some deep breaths, relax. And I want for you to identify what emotions are coming up for you here. 
are the emotions of fear, scarcity, overwhelm, hatred, anxiety? What are you feeling when you think about this circumstance? And you can do this for both a positive circumstance or one that's creating negative emotions, right? You could do this in any circumstance. And so if you are at the effect of something or someone, again, a system, a rule, a policy, I want for you to identify the emotions that are coming up. If they are negative, then I highly recommend you take two steps back and start removing the thoughts that you're having about that situation. The emotions that are coming up, you put them aside. You're not suppressing them. You're just moving them to the side. Like, okay, fear, I feel you. You're in my body and I'm feeling it in my solar plexus. And I'm just going to move you aside for just a minute and take a deep breath in and out and feel it move outside of your body. So identify everything that's coming up for you and the thoughts that you're having that are creating those emotions because thoughts create emotions, my friend. But I also want for you, and this is probably the most important step here, is to neutralize as much as possible the situation. And you do that by looking at the facts of the situation, the evidence. What can you present to the judge (laughs) that is factual? Not your thoughts, not your emotions around that situation. But what's, what are the facts here? And that's something I had to take my clients through during that pandemic. So we looked at things with a neutral lens. Yes, of course, we identified those emotions that were coming up, right? But we then got to work around what was fact and what was opinion. And this is how we were able to move with a clear mind, with logic and reasoning. Because when the mind is heightened with with negative emotion, your logic decreases. So when emotion increases, logic decreases. And as a leader, and you know this, as a leader, you are held responsible for the good and the bad and everything in between in your department, in your division, in your region, or in your organization. You are the sole person responsible. Stakeholders are looking at you for solutions and blame for your lack of solutions. And so it's important that we neutralize these circumstances so that we can have a clearer way of looking at it. And this is how we were able to move forward with them. We were able to take steps to move their entire workforce into a virtual space. And we did that in increments. We didn't do that all at once. We didn't know what was going to happen. So we had to be very careful. And we were able to do that because we neutralized the situation. And we then were at the cause of a solution, not at the effect of the world's pandemic, right? We were now at cause. We were going to control what we could control under these new regulations. We had agency over the situation. When you are looking at the situation with the lens of being at cause, 
This is so important, my friend. So you can apply this in your personal life. You can apply this in your parenting. You can apply this in your business. Am I at cause today or in this particular situation? Or am I responding because I'm at the effect of this circumstance? And and where do I want to be? What side of the equation do I want to fall on today? And I mentioned gauging your emotions, right? The the negative emotions that come up when you're at the effect of a situation versus the positive emotions that you feel when you're at cause. That's going to be the telltale sign. That is going to be your guidance system. Use your emotions to guide where you where you are and the steps you need to take after. Right? So if you are at cause and you are are inundated with positive emotion, then keep doing what you're doing. You're there, my friend. But if it is negative in nature and you are feeling all kinds of things that are not serving you, this is where we need to neutralize the circumstance or the situation to help you see this in a different way, to help you move over to the other side of the formula where you are at cause. And so cause versus effect is an idea, it is a concept, and it is important that we now put this into practice. So the homework I have for everybody is to find yourself in a situation, maybe one where you're at cause, or perhaps maybe one where you are at the effect of something or someone. And then I want for you to make some observations. Start observing your reactions. Start observing your emotions. Start observing what's coming up for you. And then I want for you to start looking at the source of those emotions. Why am I feeling this fear right now? Is it a belief that I have that everybody is out to get me? Is it a belief that I have that women cannot prosper in their businesses? Is it a belief I have that all men cheat? Where is this fear coming from? This is the most important step right here is to find awareness around the source of where these emotions are coming from. This will tell you, my friend, exactly what beliefs are running your brain, what programs are running the show, what conditions you are under, what cultural expectations or societal exploitations that are running your life. Because all I have to do is look at the results that you've created in your life. And if these results are unintentional and these results are creating more harm than good, these are the results that are linked to some very interesting belief systems. And most of the time, these belief systems are limiting in nature. They are self-defeating in nature. They are beliefs that you embodied as a child. These are programs and conditions that you had no control over in your youth. You're now an adult. You're now creating these results in your marriage, in your business, in your career, in your leadership. And now you want to find awareness around how you got to this point. This is important work, my friend. So here is where you start observing and then finding awareness around how you created these results. Why are you feeling this particular way? 
and then identifying the source of this, of these results. All I have to do is look at your result, my friend, and I can tell you the quality of your belief systems. Honestly, that's all I have to do. And then I want for you to find understanding. That's the last thing here is to find understanding around why, why you created what you created. You know, why is it that I'm thinking this way? Why did I create this divorce? Why did I gain 20 pounds over the last 15 months? Why did I fill in the blank? This is about taking responsibility, my friend. This is what we mean by self-leadership. It's finding awareness around your beliefs, your programs, conditions, cultural standards, societal exploitations, and how they affect your thinking, your feeling, and behaving. Because all of this combined leads us to a result or results that you've created in your life. The most important work you're going to do as a leader is this work regarding cause versus effect. All right, my friend. So cause versus effect, that's the topic for the day. Go do this homework, go take this idea, make some observations, and then you come up with awareness, right? You find awareness and understanding around why you created these results. When you're ready, DM me over on IG. I want to hear from you. Let me know. I'm at Dr. Denise Simpson. All right, everybody. Thank you so very much for your time today. I will catch you very soon. Take good care, everybody. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to join me inside my exclusive coaching membership for women in leadership, just like you. I want to help you become a masterful leader with the help of a community of the most powerful women on this planet. My membership is called Masters of Leadership. Yes, of course it would be called that. (laughs) So whether you're a novice or a master, you have to join us. You're going to get the support that you need and deserve inside my membership. So head over to drdenisesimpson.com forward slash M-O-L. That website again is drdenisesimpson.com forward slash M-O-L. You deserve this, my friend. So join us inside. See you soon.